0: right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially heading into the flu and cold season it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look
1: out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Happy Tuesday, CMOS girlies. Welcome back to the pod. We have our chatty little intro topics, and then we'll have some, I guess, chatty subjects for the weeks. We asked you guys like random wellness stuff that's been on your mind. Um, So we're going to kind of dive into a few bullet points today, but we'll have a lot of pod episodes going forward. How's it going, Emma? It's going good. Yeah, you guys sent through a whole long list, so we're not
0: going to get to all of them, but definitely expect one of your submissions to get answered or chatted about in future episodes. I'm good. I had my usual Sunday long swim today, which felt nice. Yesterday was very dark and gloomy and so when it's sunny out I just get excited about like moving my body and like being alive just like most people. Um, Yeah it was a good swim. I felt pretty smooth in the pool then did the usual brunch and now I'm sipping on bone broth. We got sent some powdered bone broth from this brand called Brew Bonehouse I think and I never have had powdered bone broth before but it's pretty good. I was like worried that it would just be like clumpy and not mix well with water but that is not the case um unsure where you can get them at, but I'm drinking the Thai coconut and it's quite delicious and I'm just like cozy in bed because it's like cold fall weather out but how are you
1: Yeah, I haven't tried the bone broth yet, but also received that. Um, I'm good. Food hasn't really been exciting. I feel like with marathon training, I'm just eating volume. Like I'm just eating anything that I can get my hands on, so I'm not really processing what I'm eating. Um, But I have been reading a lot, which I think the girlies know if you follow me personally. I've been just doing it as part of like a content series that I have for YouTube as I'm training for the marathon. I've been reading a different book every single week, and my literacy is just going up. Um, Prior to the past 14-month jaunt or something like that, I wasn't really reading at all actively. Like, you know, when you have a book that's just staring at you for like five months Um, kind of having these self-imposed deadlines has made me a much more proficient reader. Um, And so my latest book that I picked up is about running and meditation. It's called Still Running. But if you're curious um, about the books I've been reading, I guess we can become besties on Goodreads. It's just my name. I really like looking at people's Goodreads um, because I feel like finding books that you actually enjoy is kind of difficult. And there's a lot of like AI generated websites to sort of like guide you to find books and stuff. But word of mouth is honestly, the best way that I found books. So let me know any books that you're living, laughing and loving. But that's kind of my only exciting note besides the usual running nonsense. I had 20 miles yesterday. So just recovering from that one.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm finally getting back into the reading groove too. I fall off it so much and it's like sometimes the last thing you want to do and I'm sure corporate girlies can really like the last thing you want to do after being on a computer and like using your brain all day is just like to read. Um, but it does feel good and I feel much better about myself when I am reading and I've never used Goodreads, but I probably should because I like go into a bookstores and I'm like every single cover looks the same and I don't even know like what's trending. Um, yeah, I guess like other topics for me, food's also been kind of like whatever, I guess, one new things that I'm sort of in my tin fish era. I pack tin fish for lunch every single day. And I have been for like, oh God, probably the last two years. And, you know, when you just like eat something too often, you just are like, I never want to look at this again. That was me with like mackerel the other day. I was just eating it straight from That's the tough. End, and I was like, I can't do this. Um, So just been trying to find ways to switch up my protein intake um just spend a lot of like eggs recently and then just like turkey sandwiches honestly which a humble sandwich does always hit the spot i've always i've also been into muesli recently which is like a swiss like a swiss meal or like breakfast it's basically just like overnight oats essentially it's like a mix of like oats and like some sort of dried fruit but i've been eating that as like my pre-workout um, I'll just, like, make a little small batch the night before, or I'll just, like, add a scoop or two into my yogurt just to get, like, additional carbs just because it's, like, often hard for me to get a lot of, like, carbohydrates in the morning, especially, like, after swimming. Um, So that's been, like, a nice little fun addition, and it's, like, more fun than just eating, like, plain raw oats or whatnot. And yeah, those are kind of my food things. I've really been craving Rice Krispie treats randomly. Like I got like a really intense craving for them over the weekend. I was like, I should make these. And so maybe that'll be my foray into quote unquote baking, even though it's like not even baking. You just like melt down marshmallows and butter together. But I feel like Rice Krispies, if I made them in bulk would be like a good pre-workout snack as well.
1: I love that. Yeah. I recently got Rice Krispies from Magic Spoon. They just came out with them and they're like protein Rice Krispies, which are pretty good. Um, I've been eating those pre-gym, which are nice. Um, I have no food notes that are exciting. My only other note that I have is after I finish the marathon, which will be in a few weeks from now, I'm going to go on a solo trip at some point just because... I need to get the fuck out of my head and my space and everywhere. Like it's just been weird. I don't really want to be anywhere, not to be depressed, but it's kind of where I am. So I'm thinking of going somewhere in Europe. Some cities I have top of mine include Lisbon, Amsterdam, or Paris. Um, but I'm curious to let you or for you guys to let me know um your cities that I should come to. I had a really good time in Copenhagen. I would go back again, but I'm like, Kate, if you're gonna go somewhere, you should go somewhere different. <laughs> um, so let me know any cities I don't like driving so that's kind of out. I want to rely on public transportation, biking, walking. So don't let me know anywhere where I have to go on like 4-hour long drives because I will probably not want to go there. I'm not at that stage of maturity I suppose to sit in a car. I just can't do it and I'm not that good of a driver exposing myself. Um but yeah, hopefully I'll have that to look forward to when it's shitty ass winter in New York. I will be somewhere else we will see whenever i make it to that point and where i end up
0: yeah paris would be cool i love paris i definitely want to go back but weather-wise i don't know if it'll be like a great escape but just
1: like yeah or bed bugs wise speaking. it's
0: like it's just the best
1: yeah bed bugs wise i don't really know either if i yeah, want to go that there
0: also oh my god i don't know if anyone read the article from the cut but i was
1: like ah yeah classic.
0: i've gotten it all over classic. tiktok
1: so yeah, tough times. But um, that is that. Um, the next part of the pod will be our topics, which are random wellness things. So I will call Emma back and we will answer your questions. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking athletic greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it.
0: For me, I started taking athletic greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking athletic greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics. And let me tell you, my digestion has never been better.
1: Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing.
0: It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for
1: your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, girlies. The first question we got, um, once again, we got like hundreds, so there's no order of operations why we chose which. But the first question was, which aspect of our health do we think we prioritize the most? Um, this is obviously like waxed and waned as I've gone on my health journey. I feel like when I first got into wellness, it was like when I was vegan and I was very intro- introduced and like interested in supplements because I was like, I need to take vitamin D, I need to take b twelve and so that was like where my main focus was and I think as time's gone on, I've like shifted away from that being the main priority and I think this past year, my main focus like I guess category would be stress reduction I just had a lot of experiences of like realizing that like oh yeah stress does show up in the body that's always been a very like hippie woo woo concept to me of like well if stress shows up in the body then like how come some people can like go to the berries class and drink a cold brew and go work for 10 hours and like, they don't burn out, but you do see that stress catches up to you and it plays a huge role in longevity. And so some sort of like stress reduction practices that I've really gotten into are just prioritizing things like walking. Um, I think in like the fitness community and like, not as much in the running, but just overall fitness, like we don't talk about movement throughout the day as much. And that's going to predict longevity a lot more than if you like, killed yourself in the gym for an hour. Um, And so living in New York obviously makes this a lot easier than other places. Like if I have to go to the grocery store, I will have to walk a mile. If I have to go to CVS, I'll have to walk a mile. So it's easy to get that daily movement in. I feel like it helps me a lot with stress reduction, as I mentioned, but kind of a secondary thing is it Makes me less depressed, like just having activity throughout the day, which I'm like very fortunate to have that I can like take little breaks throughout my days most of the time. Um, just getting me to go on a little walk will maybe bring like a bout of creativity or like get me through like some sort of problem that I'm having and like that sort of meditative time. Um, secondary, I'm trying to get into breathing better now. This I've like discovered kind of through like running and physical therapy that I am a really shallow breather. Um, I breathe all in my chest and I have like a really bad, um, skills when it comes to like breathing all the way down into like my stomach, if that makes sense. Um, and so I've been working on that in physical therapy because if you can't like breathe properly, it's going to make running a lot harder. And so I want to become more efficient in like my breath work that ties to meditation, something I have never really been able to master. But I've been taking it on myself that it's something that I really need to like rip off the bandaid and just do. And even if it feels silly and goofy, like I can't sit in one place, there's no place you're trying to get with meditation. You're just trying to sit in the present. So that'll be something I'll get into. And then like, I'm starting to do nose breathing often. Um, When you're running, if you breathe through your nose versus your mouth, you're relying on less CO2. So it makes your running like less like intensive on your heart rate so you're able to like run longer if you can like figure out how to run through your nose so that's been a fun little challenge I've put upon myself and then also like at night just making sure I'm really prioritizing like stress reduction habits so like whether that's putting CBD lotion on my legs and doing some sort of like cupping or massage um, doing my physical therapy exercises weed is something that's been like super anti-inflammatory anti-inflammatory for me in terms of recovery. So I would say stress reduction has been the biggest thing for health um, that has caught up to me and I've started to prioritize more. So I would encourage you guys to like think about stress, think about what stresses you out, think about if you have like a toolkit of habits you can look to. Because I think when you hit a point when like shit hits the fan, If it's like too late and you already don't have these habits kind of in your back pocket, it's going to be really hard to like start doing that when you're going through something. Um, So yeah, go on like small little 10 minute walks, get up, do some exercise snacks. If you follow Joe Holder, they're like short little exercise videos. Um, Yeah, just take the stress off yourself. Yeah, I think stress reduction
0: is a really good one, especially as we get older, like stressful events aren't going to go away. And if anything, they're only going to get more stressful. So if you already have like a pretty solid toolkit in your back pocket that like has all the different protocols that work for you in terms of reducing stress, it'll just like help you be able to manage those events in a better way versus like letting like the stresses of work finances whatever relationships and friendships like getting to you and bringing that all home and like letting that culminate kind of like in your head throughout the day Um, I feel like for me my health aspects that I've prioritized have definitely changed throughout the years as well just depending on where I am at in life like definitely like early on it was just like focusing on getting myself back to like a healthier place post eating disorder and then like kate said like being vegan kind of filling in like the nutritional gaps and i definitely focused on nutrition oh my god i'm getting a facetime decline that um But I think like right now I'm really focusing on like muscle and sleep and relationships. Muscle, just because by the time we hit the age 30, you typically lose around like two to 3% of muscle mass per decade. And just like being a woman, you just want to ensure that you have as much muscle, especially like once you hit like menopause, which like for a lot of us, that's not going to be for a while. And I just like, I've noticed that I feel just like so much stronger. And I definitely notice that like when I do lift and focus on like building muscle or at least like maintaining some sort of like lifting routine. I feel so much stronger in the pool sleep as well. I definitely have been focusing on like having a consistent sleep routine and really prioritizing some sort of like wind down routine and just like overall really slowing down in life I think that's one thing that like my boyfriend has really helped me I definitely used to be like a type a woman who was like I need to go 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 all the time and like I never would really take rest days and now I'm like enjoying like taking things slower and like not feeling like I have to jump out of bed and do like a million things or like I have to go and like kill myself in the gym every single day and then lastly in terms of my health it's just like relationships or human connection I am a tried and true introvert and I think like for some reason I just like took pride in the fact that like I could operate and like be alone and it wouldn't get to me but I would say, you know, before I, like, found my swim community and, like, my boyfriend, like, I definitely noticed that, like, being alone was definitely getting to me and I definitely was experiencing, you know, aspects of loneliness and, like, I was missing kind of that human connection or just, like, having interactions with people throughout the day and now that I do have that in my life, I i am so grateful that I, you know, found that. And so I definitely encourage everyone, you know, to call an old friend or if you are someone who is an introvert and like you do find yourself like not going out very often, like still like find ways to have like social interactions, even if it's just like the lunch lady that you see every day, if you always have your headphones in, maybe just like say good morning to her and ask her what her name is. And like, I think it's just like really nice to have like familiar faces throughout the day just because now that we are so online it's like really easy to not have any of that and it definitely does just like manifest itself and your health and just like kind of more like down the line and long term maybe not so much like in the moment so yeah definitely focus on your sleep curlies take your magnesium slow down and just kind of enjoy the humans that are around you um Someone asked about just like swimming in general. And I realized that I probably haven't talked about swimming enough on the podcast. I am definitely the type of person that just assumes that like, No one cares about my life, which I know isn't true. And that like you guys listen to the podcast because you're interested in like what Kate and I do. Um, So I'm definitely going to make a conscious effort to talk more about swimming. It's definitely like a nerdy sport and like something that a lot of people can't really relate to. But I've actually noticed now that I've been bringing up the fact that I swim a lot more. I've met so many people that used to be swimmers as well. I think it's just because like you never really see anyone swimming unless you're like at a physical pool versus like you know when I'm out in the streets of New York like everyone's running so I just assume everyone runs and like running is definitely like a hot sport right now Um, but some people ask for like swim lingo and like favorite swim resources so a little background on me I started swimming when I was in second grade my parents enrolled me and just like summer like at our local pool that was just like the thing that you did as a parent I guess like in my neighborhood and then I really enjoyed it. It was a good social outlet. So then they enrolled me for club swim. And so I did club swimming for about, um, I want to say like 12 or 13 years, which is like, was just a local swim club. And then I also swam for my high school but kind of like the main thing with swimming there's four strokes there's butterfly back breast and free freestyle is definitely like the fastest stroke and um the four strokes you swim together in the individual medley which is like the IM that's what IM stands for and then there are two different seasons for swimming so there's short course and long course so short course from my knowledge, at least is usually during like the fall and winter months. And that is where you swim a 25 yard pool, which is like a standard pool that you guys are typically used to maybe swimming in. Or if you were a swimmer back in the day, that's probably what you trained in and how it goes in terms of like counting your laps or yards. It's similar to counting money. So there's four quarters in a dollar and similar to swimming, there's four laps in a 100. So Going down once is twenty five yards. Going back is a fifty. Three laps and seven is seventy five, and then so on and so forth. But then once you get into long course, that is usually in the spring and summer. That's also where professional athletes or like Olympic swimmers, that is like what they always train in, which is um, Olympic size pool, and that's like what you usually see in the Olympics and the trials. And that is fifty meters, so it's essentially two 25 yard lengths. Um, so you're just like swimming like a fifty down and a fifty back, so that then be like a hundred meters. And yeah, both are really fun to do. And I think what's like really fun and interesting about swimming is that it's like such a unique sport in the sense that, like, it's one of the few sports where you're like pretty restricted with breathing because you're like underwater pretty much the entire time, unless you're doing backstroke. And it's also one of the only sports where it's done in a horizontal position. So that like has a whole different slew of, um, things in terms of like exercise and how your body reacts to that. And you're also in water, which is like a hundred times more dense than air. So there is so much um, resistance that you're working against. And it is really like a full body movement. You're using every single muscle, your arms, your core to keep you afloat and your legs. And it's also highly technical. Like you can easily get disqualified for many different reasons for each sport. So it's one sport where, like, yes, you have to focus on your speed, but you also have to focus so much on ten- techniques. So there's like a lot of like drill work that you have to do. And if you're someone who like maybe did used to swim and you want to get back into it and you're like looking for resources, whether it's like sets or technique, et cetera, or you're someone who's like never swam before. Um, the U S masters is a really good website. If you are a member, you get like free access to like a bazillion different workouts and you know, you can find different clubs on there and there's like technique videos, uh, swimming, de- some swimming wizard and like swim dojo are also good, like free websites. Swim outlet is where I buy all of my like swim gear. And there's usually stuff that's like always on sale. That's like where my mom always bought my swimsuits off of. And if you want to kind of like Learn from like the best of the best or like learn technique better. I definitely just encourage watching like old Olympic and Olympic trial swim events. I think those are like a so inspiring, but you do learn so much and like you really learn the importance of like underwater work. And that's something that I've been working on a lot. We do this one thing when the guys and I swim, we'll do like a few fifties. And it's like focusing on like four to six kicks off each wall. We do a lot of bilateral breathing. So breathing every like three, five, seven or nine strokes. And also watching like underwater camera footage. I think in the world's this past few months, they did all the underwater camera, camera footage. And that was like one of the first times that they ever did it. So you can really, really see like the proper technique of like swim, someone doing breaststroke, like underwater. And yeah, I think swimming's kind of like, also a weird sport is like you can't really see what your body's doing in real time and that's why you do have to rely so much on video footage so it's like hard to kind of correct your form in real time because it's like you don't really see what your legs are doing when you're swimming. But, yeah, it's a great sport I'm happy that I've gone back into it it's like so low impact that I'm able to do it very consistently and like I don't have to rely as heavily on recovery of course I still factor in recovery days. But also, too, it's like such a social sport and and it's one of the few sports where you're able to do it without any distractions because you're not listening to music or you're not on your phone. Um, So if you are someone who used to swim, I definitely encourage getting back into it. And I know like if you did grow up doing club swimming or high school swimming or even college, you probably have like PTSD just from like how gruesome it was and just like waking up in the cold. But you can definitely make it fun and it doesn't have to be like a total pain and like feel like you're killing yourself each time you hop in the pool. Um, another topic that we got was like the claim that vegetables are toxic. This has definitely become popular. I think ever since like the whole carnivore diet has become, you know, like the thing on TikTok, there's actually a pretty good article a few weeks or months ago from the New Yorker that kind of did a big deep dive into the carnivore diet. And the article is called, is an all meat diet, what nature intended? If you have some sort of subscription to the New York, to the New Yorker, or if you have like your college email, I'm sure you can like find a way to get free access to that I'm sure there's like a sketchy website that like lets you read all articles on the internet for free um but if you also like listen to Dave Asprey or Stephen Gundry like they have also talked about like how certain vegetables are toxic and I kind of have an issue with just this whole push just because I think it definitely pushes people to avoid vegetables or dwindle their consumption and it's like if you enjoy eating beans or potatoes for example like you should still eat those. Like, I don't think it's like fair to really classify these type of foods as like quote unquote bad. And I think like so much more research is needed to like figure out like how much of effect these have on your overall health. And it's like, how many potatoes do you have to eat to like actually experience any negative consequences from like these anti-nutrients or toxins that are typically claimed to be found in certain vegetables. And these type of foods, again, like range from like legumes, grains, and kale. And just like the belief is that Repeated exposure to, like, oxalates and histamines can cause things like leaky gut or inflammation, autoimmune issues, etc. But I think, like, the saying is, like, correlation does not necessarily equal causation. It's, like, just because you have leaky gut, it's not going to be entirely due to, like, you eating, like, sweet potatoes two to three times a week. Um, Like, sure, it could, but, like... In reality, it like probably isn't the root cause. If you want to learn more about this entire idea, Stephen Gundry has a book called The like, Plant Paradox. Um, I'm sure it's extremely dry and boring. I think I like tried listening to the audiobook once and I was like, yep, this is not for me. I'm okay not learning anything about this. Um, but like, you know, keep on eating these foods. And like, if anyone makes like broad sweeping claims like that on the internet, just take a deeper look. Um, I feel like it's like Steve or Paul Saladino Liver King. And I'm sure there's like some other crazy freaks on there that like are constantly pushing this agenda, but keep on eating your vegetables. I know for me, I'm going to keep on eating my potatoes because they're like my favorite starches in the entire world. And I've definitely been getting more back into beans just because they're a cheap food. And like in this economy, we need all the cheap foods that we can get.
1: Yeah. My point was going to be, I think in the world of wellness stuff becomes siloed very quickly and like becomes very weird to listen to when you think about what the average person in america does the average person in america needs to eat more vegetables if anything than like eating less of them or should be worried about eating vegetables and so like this advice obviously is for his very specific or like any of these people's like very specific (laughs) air people that go to these grocery stores but like the average person doesn't need to worry about this and some people can't afford to eat vegetables because they're like social class and position society so i just like hate any sort of argument that like one undermines that like that so many people wish they could have access to this and then two creates this fear around food because like if you've been in the place of having an eating disorder or just like having fear foods out there it's kind of crazy that now vegetables are becoming one to fear um it used to just be like carbs are bad sugar is bad this is bad um so i'm in the same camp like don't fucking worry about this it seems like such nonsense and anytime someone's making like an all sweeping diet claim like they don't have the right answers like whether it is like some staunch like raw vegan whether it's carnivore like That's not going to be the best answers. And I think overall, like just because one of these things works for someone doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And like, I've just become so disassociated from like any health information because I've really gotten to know my body this past year and like not be afraid of foods. Just try the foods. And like, let's say the next day I wake up and I have like chin acne. Okay. Maybe that caused me to break out or maybe it didn't. And just like living my life. And I think that's like the most balanced, like Seamoss Girlies way that you can live. Um. Yeah. The, the last question for this ep, uh, someone asked what adaptogens do we take? Um, these are some that I've taken consistently like in different periods of my life. Now adaptogens, as we know, like you shouldn't be taking them long term. These are like short term things you should take uh, to feel the benefits. Otherwise, your body will adapt to the amount that you're taking and you won't feel the effects as much. Um, cordyceps is one. It's kind of called like the athlete's mushroom. Um, I would normally take this either like mixing it in my coffee in the morning with a little, what are those called like electric frother type things. And I have found like benefit of like focus and also just like recovery with that one. Lion's made, I feel like people call nature's Adderall, um, a focus mushroom. I will also put that one in my coffee here and there. Maca powder, I always forget, is in the adaptogen family. It's really good for hormones and libido and stress reduction. It has a really nice taste to it. Some people, I guess, don't like the taste. But um, for me, it's very like caramel, caramel, sweet type taste. Um, so I'll put this in like smoothie bowls or oats or stuff like that just for added punch and then ashwagandha is the last one um i saw some tiktok and i forget what the health premise was but basically it was saying that like if you eat too much ashwagandha like something bad will happen to you i think it was liver related like your liver can't clean out ashwagandha um i've taken this for short periods of time just like stress reduction like taking it in like a tea before bed i not taking it right now but let us know if you have any interesting ashwagandha perils um I don't know yeah, if that was actually true or not. On TikTok. I haven't heard that, that one. Um, I feel like I was more
0: serious about taking adaptogens when I was in high school it's, or not in high school, excuse me, in college. That's probably because I had like more disposable income that like I could justify spending like $40 on like a moon juice ashwagandha. Cause like I was still getting like some financial help from my family. Now that I'm like solely on my own, I'm like, I don't actually need to be like spending money on this all the time. So it's not like a requirement for like me to like live and survive as a human being, but lion's mane is one that I still take pretty frequently. I try to either mix them into my yogurt for breakfast, or I have like the hot cacao mix from, Oh God, I don't even Malama mushrooms, I think is oh, their yeah. name. They have like a cute little mushroom guy on their package. I just like have a sack of that at work and I'll just like drink that after lunch or kind of like late morning, just with like some hot water. And I do feel like lion's mane is the one that I feel like I've experienced the most like real physical benefits from in terms of just like focus and cognition. And it's likely just because that's the one that I've taken the most consistently. Um, cordyceps is also pretty solid. I used to take that one a lot. Ashapaganda as well. Um, I feel like I've taken a lot of blends. So like one, maybe with like holy basil um, and shiitake and maybe a mix of something else. But, yeah, adaptogens are great. I think they're, like, fun additions or, like, little superfood add-ons. But, again, they're not necessarily, like, required for you. And everyone has, like, a very different experience with them. There's, like, some people who, like, swear by them. Some people who, like, feel like they haven't felt anything from them. Um, But I think just, like, in general, it's a very interesting space. And just, like, the whole idea of, like, medicinal mushrooms and just, like, the growing space of psychedelics as well. There's, like, a little bit overlap there. I just find, like, the research and science behind that to be very intriguing.
1: Yeah. I was going to say like adaptogens only are really going to be beneficial if you're taking them every day. Cause I feel like one way I see people consuming or learning about adaptogens in like Los Angeles is like getting a smoothie from air And then it has pearl in it, or it has ashwagandha or something. And the only way you're going to be able to really isolate, like, did this affect me is if you take it every single day. And so, although it's fine to get those things as an add on in a smoothie, I would say like, if you are really curious about the benefits of the adaptogens that you're interested in buy a sack of it take for 30 days do it at the same time the same sort of like food you're or drink you're using it in every single day because um, I just think that will provide you the actual results you're wishing for versus like going down the smoothie rabbit hole with it because I think I do that too like when I was in LA I got some air one smoothie and it had like I don't remember which one it was or maybe I didn't get a smoothie, but. Just that concept of, like, you're not going to be able to feel the benefits of it. It's fun and it's cute, but unfortunately, it's not how supplements really work in the body. Yeah. Um, speaking of Erewhon, though, I did go to New York's Erewhon, which is Lifetime National A Happier market. Grocery? Oh, no, I haven't been there. <laughs> Lifetime, the OG. Oh. Have you been to Happier Grocery yet? No. It looks it's dark and depressing.
0: Yeah, it's, like, op- it opened on Canal. I haven't been to it either because it, like, looks insufferable, but Lifetime is definitely the New York. Um Yeah.
1: Maybe I'll go to Happier Grocery afternoon. I don't know. Um, but I went to Lifetime because I wanted to get just hot bar chicken and I was like gonna post a haul on TikTok and then I was like, actually, fuck no. People do not need to know about airwan or about Lifetime and go blow it up. But I did get one of the cheesecakes and I got the black sesame cheesecake and it was really fucking good. What I've never had the black sesame cheesecake. It's so new. it's like the
0: same base as like the blue magic one, but then just like black sesame instead of blue stuff
1: yeah and it's like a little bit salty kind of mm-hmm. it's really good I would recommend 10 out of 10 um I totally forgot that that was a thing and I was gonna like make you know the classic like oh I'm gonna make cookies I'm gonna make brownies yeah I was right. like, fuck no I'm just gonna get this cheesecake and so I've honestly thinking... I might trot over there later today to get more because it was good
0: I I was thinking about going there for chicken as well because I fly back to nebraska on wednesday morning so it's like i don't really want to get groceries yeah. or like buy stuff and then like let it rot in my fridge and i was thinking about lifetimes i do want chicken and i was also thinking about their desserts i randomly i kind of had a baking success yesterday i Ooh. woke up really early yesterday morning and i was like i don't know what to do with my life so i took my sack of minimalist baker pancake waffle mix that i have not opened it's like been sitting in my pantry for like i think almost a year now and i was like i don't feel like following the instructions on here let me just see if if i add just greek yogurt and almond milk if that'll do anything and those things turned out like i forget that like pancakes you kind of can have like pretty good success rate as long as you just like have the right like liquid to dry ratios but if you're like looking to add some additional protein to your pancakes just add like a bunch of scoops of greek yogurt and those babies will magically somehow flip but noted on the black sesame cheesecake i will have to maybe maybe try that their cheesecakes there are quite delicious i feel like Yeah, I haven't really had any of their other stuff before, but I know they have like tiramisu and cookies and other weird
1: random shit. With your pancake mix, I thought you were going to say you made cookies out of that or something. I didn't actually know Mm. you used it towards its intended goal. I was like, what are you going to do with this pancake mix and Greek yogurt? I was imagining it in like a round cake pan somehow, but happy the pancakes actually worked. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I've
0: Maybe I really want muffins too. I'm just like craving all of the the, the fall flavors i want like a pumpkin chocolate chip muffin but it's like Ooh. as if i'll ever make that for me so i'm just gonna have to like dream and pretend that i'm consuming that and like hope that that will satisfy the craving
1: honestly yeah just speak it into your microphone a few times you get a tiktok algorithm video of pumpkin something to find but anyways um emma and i are gonna go live our fall afternoons now that it's not fucking raining in new york city if I was governor of New York, I would make it so it doesn't rain on Saturdays. I know that's and obviously- just to just to clarify
0: for the girls who aren't from New York, it has rained every Saturday, I think, for the past month. Um yeah. it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge. Um, like but, you know, we're getting weekend. through it. I th- I was looking at the weather actually
1: yesterday next and it's weekend, supposed to gonna...
0: rain next Saturday and Sunday again. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I cannot do this.
1: Yeah, I've honestly like not really processed it that much because I've had my long runs. And so like my r- runs have just been shitty in the rain. But then like it'll be the afternoon and I'm like, oh, let's go do something. And then I'm like, oh, I'm looking out my window and it's pitch black outside. What the fuck? Um. So I hate that for us. But today is beautiful and sunny. So we got to make the most of it um thank you girlies for listening we will see you on the meme page see you next week's pod um thanks for tuning in cmos girlies yes love you always and yeah like kate said you know where to find us talk to you next week